Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Tuesday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. Make sure you call it, because you're going to need it. The website at allamericangold.com, and where do you begin? Everybody has lost their minds. You know what's so funny is, so we had the big summit, right? Trump and and Kim Jong-un of North Korea. You would think people would be happy about that. I mean, if nothing else, right? Hey, maybe we can, I I always look at it from a financial perspective. Hey, maybe we can spend a little less money over there, (laughs) you know, and... You would think people would be talking about a possible Nobel Peace Prize, maybe. I mean, we don't know. Listen, this whole thing can go south. It could. Right? They, they, North, Korea, North Korea could end up doing, you know, nothing or, or trying to lie, cheat, and steal and all that. We know that. And and we also, you know, you know, President Obama got a peace prize for nothing. I mean, he really did. He didn't do anything. Matter of fact, I actually had to look it up because I didn't know. Uh, I couldn't remember. I'm like, well, what was it that he did? And they gave it to him for uh, the outreach to other nations. Yeah. And and I guess they specified especially the Muslim nations. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what he did there. But that's what he got it for. And, of course, in, in the and this was on Wikipedia, they, they said, how <laughs> most people didn't even feel that he deserved it. And, I, and I'm just thinking about... What more can he do? Right? Uh, who was it? Robert De Niro? I got news. Robert. Stick to acting. Right? Did you see he uh, dropped some F-bombs on the Tonys? Now, I know most of us didn't see because who watches the Tonys any, anybody uh, anymore anyway? But, uh, I mean, I, I don't get it. I mean, by all accounts, things are, you know, doing better, right? I mean not our paychecks. I mean, the rich guys are doing a lot better. More about that in a minute. But, I mean, we got jobs. We we may possibly, this is at least in since I've been alive, the closest we've ever been to possibly a, 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 some peace in North Korea. Right? We, we've got an economy that's growing, you know, somewhere above two. I mean, it's not four or five. Right? Like I said, it's at least a B minus. Listen, we were at C minus. I mean, does anybody actually think that if Hillary Clinton won the election that she would be doing better? No, there's not a chance. Right? Here's a guy fighting for America. He's out there telling our quote-unquote friends, you know that saying, hey, I don't need any enemies with friends like you guys. Yeah, this is what we've got. Friends that have taken advantage of us for decades. And you know what? Let's face the fact, we have let them. And somehow, everybody hates this guy. You know what they're going to find out? Listen, no one goes... You know, who goes to the movies anymore anyway? They're way too expensive. Uh, I've been to one movie this year, and it's already June. 
And right now, the way things are, I'm not planning on going anymore. Just like, hey, you football players, you're going to learn it too, buddy. Whether you don't, you're going to stand up or get out, or you're not getting my dollars. I don't know what Kool-Aid these people are drinking. I don't know. They don't get it. This is a fight. I mean, this is a heavyweight championship fight going on. And I got news for you, right? We're about in the eighth or ninth round, and we're losing. Unfortunately, I think we need a knockout to win. You know, we're sitting here, and they're, you know, it's so funny as as I watch all the, like, the traits of, like, with Canada and and the misrepresentation that I hear from the the idiot box and all of these people that seemingly either one one of two things, either 98% of all the journalists out there are incompetent, and don't know how to do research. Or the more logical thing is, guess what? They're being paid to write what the few people want them to write, and that's it. Because, you know what? Our trade deficit with Canada is actually much larger than people think. The only reason why they appear not to be, because most people say, oh, it's about balance. And you only, I've actually heard, oh, we got a little surplus for kids. Well, no, we don't. You do, it, it gets close if you count financial services. Now, I don't know even how you weigh that, right? It, it's not actually any goods uh, producing jobs for Americans that we're selling stuff to Canada. No, it's banking. Right, banking. So, well, we get to sell them credit cards and stuff. So, it's the same. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. And and as I sit here and I watch, this is why I know how much trouble we're really in and, and why there's, you know what, it's a country divided at best. And here's the reason, right? More people are losing than ever. And I don't even think, here's the sad part, not even Donald can save us. Not even Donald can save us. And and we got a great program lined up where I got an update on the debt. It shouldn't be surprising. Uh, way above where we were last year. We got a Federal Reserve meeting uh, that started today. It's going to end tomorrow. We got inflation data out today. Wait till you hear it. You're not going to believe it. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Major Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. Before we get into the heart of things, we're going to break down today's inflation report. We're also going to uh, talk about wages. Some incredible data just came out from the Census Bureau. It's not shocking to me. But this is the dilemma. This is the trap, the debt trap that all of us are in. And and uh, I don't know that there's a real good way out of it. And we're going to then talk about the big Fed meeting that started today. Uh, we're definitely going to get a rate hike tomorrow. Uh, but the key is going to be the language uh, that they use as far as uh, we, how much, how many more the whole world is going to be able to take. So first, let's start off 
be, uh, with inflation, and then we'll we'll go from there. But I just want to put this out there right now because I know a lot of people are driving in the cars, and I don't want you to miss it. We've got both twenty dollar liberties and twenty dollar saints. One through nine at thirteen forty. Ten through nineteen at thirteen thirty. Twenty or more at thirteen and a quarter. The liberties will all be AU or better. Thirteen forty. One through nine, ten or more, thirteen thirty, twenty or more, thirteen and a quarter. Gold's twelve hundred and ninety-eight dollars, and you know what happens after rate hikes. I'm doing it for two reasons. Number one, we got a great deal on it. Number two, this is when you want to buy, right? Gold loves the rate hikes because they know what's coming. U.S. Consumer prices rose marginally in May. Now, I love that word, marginally. Oh, that wasn't too bad. Amid a slowdown in the increase in the cost of gasoline, which is a funny sentence, right? Well, it, it just was going, it started, it was going up still, but just not as fast. The underlying trend continues to suggest moderate inflation. Now, that is a journalist that doesn't know how to do their job. Right? And I'm reading that directly out of CNBC. Right? Because they don't want you to understand the truth. For the 32nd consecutive month. Okay, that's almost three straight years now. The consensus estimate, right? So here you got all these economists, right? And they got their, their PhDs and their doctorates and they went to the Ivy Leagues and the Wharton schools. The estimate for inflation has been two-tenths of a percent. That's the job I want. It's like being a weatherman in Phoenix, right? You're gonna, oh, it's gonna be sunny today. <laughs> Two tenths of a percent, and guess what? That's exactly what you got. Two tenths of a percent for the month of May. Now, here's what was so funny, though. The headline number. See, there's always got to be. A bunch of different numbers. The headline number was up 2.8%. Now, of course, remember what the Federal Reserve said the target was. 2%. Today, they had to say, even with us lying, cheating, and stealing, the headline number was 2.8%. That's almost 50% above what they said they wanted. But don't worry, it's okay. Because you know why? It was food and energy. Right? And nobody cares about that. Right? Because let's face it, you'll drive less, you'll you'll turn your AC up, right? You'll uh you'll 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 just eat cheaper food. 
right? You'll buy generic. You you can, uh, you know, buy instead of beef, you buy pork, or you buy, you know, don't worry, it's fine. So what if your standard of living goes down a little bit? The index rose for new vehicles, education, communication, tobacco, apparel, recreation, personal care, they said, was unchanged. Medical care was higher. Now, I don't even know how you only get two tenths. Look at all the things I said that are higher. Uh, Prescription drugs was higher. Hospital services was higher. Physician services was higher. They said that here's what was lower. Household furnishings. <laughs> See, don't you feel better? I guess that couch cost a little less. Uh, and now I don't know what this means. Okay? I don't. Operations was lower. I don't know what that means. I don't know what operations is. <laughs> but I, is like the surgery? I mean, because every other thing in medical was higher, so I don't know. Oh, uh, they did say used cars fell. I'll have to ask Eric about that. The index for all of the items, less food and energy, rose 2.2% in the last 12 months. Again, above the target. The medical care index rose 2.4%. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, again, I'm the average person. I just got, we just got our statement from United Health. Our medical expenses, right, this was just for the uh, premium, rose by $120 to $700 a month. Now, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not, and I went to public school. But I do know how to do math. It's a 20% increase. And that started effective immediately. Uh, they, the Federal Reserve somehow says that was only 2%. Yeah, 2.4. There you go. It's okay. Right? i got to pay that every month. Here's another thing. I'm going to give you another great story. You want to know how bad it really is? So my wife, and most of you know, my wife had it, had it tough. Right? Had uh, really has been battling Lyme disease now for years. She is on a thyroid medication. A lot of people have a thyroid issue. My wife does. She's been on it for years. Yesterday, she went to get her refill, which she has, and the pharmacist told my wife, well, I got, I got bad news for you. I've been, and, of course, the pharmacist feeling horrible because you could, my wife said you could tell they've been doing this all week and all month. Because I, I, my, my guess is all of the people on United Health are getting these things. Says to my wife, the insurance company has now decided that they want my wife to, number one, she had to go back 
to her doctor, which she already goes. I mean, my wife goes once a quarter. She has to. The doctor needed to fill out some form. Then she had to go to another doctor before they would allow for her to get her prescription. Now we pay, my wife pays $35 to go to the doctor. So the United Health wants us to spend another $70 to get a medication we already know she needs that she's been taking, again, for years. My wife said to the pharmacist, well, how much would it be if I paid cash? And, of course, my wife was expecting a couple hundred dollars because, you know, we pay $15 is what my wife pays to get this prescription filled, $15. The pharmacist said $26 for 11 bucks. Right? The insurance company wants us to spend 70 right? You know, they just want to make it different. Here's what I guess here's what I'm getting to. The insurance company, they're smart. They're like, you know what? If we make this hard enough on Sarah, and we make her go to this doctor and that doctor, and the doctor got to do this and that and the other, maybe instead of us paying, she'll just pay the $26 and, and go away. And you know what? Guess what my wife did? She paid the twenty six bucks. Right? He's like, I only got one day left. Like, you know, what am I going to do? This is what's really happening, and they're out there having a meeting today in their little conference room, talking about how great they are because inflation's only two point eight. And then you turn on the idiot box, and guess what? They're going. Oh, it was in line. It was good. It was only two ten. Everything's wonderful. 210. Right? It, and and this, is, this is it. This is the problem. They know that they're lying. They know that they're understating the number. And the answer really is simple, because I've been telling you all along, they just made that number up. 2% inflation target. It's now 2.8 today. Where are the inflation? Oh, my Lord, oh! Somebody save us! We're not going to get that tomorrow. You know what we're going to get tomorrow? We're going to get the hour. It's blind. It's, it's, it's the headline numbers. We're expecting it to be, you know, it's going to moderate. Don't worry. And it's just gas. You know, it's just the gas prices. Everything's going to be great. Nobody's going to have to worry about it. And then I found this piece. And this was out of the, you know, that that right-wing radical newspaper called the Wall Street Journal. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. And they talked about median income has gone nowhere since the recession. Ten years have passed. Median income, it's unchanged. And I'm going to give you the number. Now, what's the difference? 
between median income and average income. And this is how the Federal Reserve and the government lies to all of us. Because remember what I told you yesterday. The Federal Reserve System is nothing more than the taxation of wealth. That's what it is. They have, they, you know, and that's what I call it. You know, when they sit there and they have these meetings and rate hikes and rate decreases and this and that, all of that's a big shell game. They're printing money ad infinitum and essentially devaluing your wealth day in and day out, day after day after day. Think about this. 2.8% is their number. What's the real number? Six, seven, eight. Just in my household alone, just two things, just two. I'm not gonna. I don't even need to go more than two. I spend 120 dollars more a month, effective immediately for my health care. Gasoline prices alone cost me about 200 more dollars a month. Right? I'm already $340 a month poorer this year than I was last year. It's almost what? Seven or four grand? This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. For at least two decades, Republicans and Democrats alike have known about and tolerated China's systematic violation of trading rules that the United States has observed. Our leaders have refused to do anything about China's lawless behavior, primarily because the Wall Street donors who finance both parties have fomented fears about a trade war. The China problem emerged in the year 2000, when Republican congressional leaders conspired with President Bill Clinton to give China preferred access to the American consumer market. Normalizing trading privileges paved the way for China's entry into the World Trade Organization in 2001, despite its failure to meet basic requirements for that membership. Phyllis Schlafly strongly opposed the trade giveaway to China, which never would have attained the two-thirds vote required by the treaty clause in the Constitution in order to pass. Instead, this handout to China was passed as a non-treaty. The naysayers were proved right, as China has flouted the rules for the last 18 years. In its early years of access to the American market, China profited by paying extremely low wages to people making ultra-cheap products. Now China is rapidly moving up the food chain to sell us high-quality products containing innovative technology that was created and developed in the United States. How did the Chinese get their hands on the latest American high-tech? First, by stealing it. China's commercial espionage is estimated to cost U.S. companies over $20 billion a year. China also forces American companies to share their technology as the price of access to the large Chinese market. Such requirements are supposedly prohibited by the World Trade Organization, but with no one stopping them, the Chinese trade surplus in goods reached a new all-time record of $375 billion last year. When President Trump signed his March 22nd order that could eventually impose tariffs on hundreds of Chinese products, 
it's because he knew that we're fighting back against China's economic aggression. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When it comes to international trade, other countries have long been taking advantage of the American people and our generous spirit. At phyllisschlafly.com, we've got strategies to balance trade and protect the interests of American companies, resources, and citizens. For more, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We have twenty dollar liberties in Saints, and these are the best prices in the country. One through nine, thirteen forty. Ten through nineteen, thirteen thirty. Twenty or more at thirteen and a quarter. And at least on the libs, all of them are going to be AU or better. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, that's a what twenty. If you bought twenty or more, you'd be looking at twenty seven, twenty eight dollars over spot for AU or better. It's unheard of. Not to mention, get ready because all of the things that we've been waiting for, we're getting ready. We're going to get the rate hike today. I think we're going to get a very I'll just say this. There's going to be a lot of debate in the Federal Reserve about what to do next because we know, right, the rate hikes here are killing the world economy. Uh, And we'll get to that in a different show. But let's talk about here at home. You know what the other thing that's not in there? You know what I didn't see? What happened now for all the monthly minimum payments on all the credit cards? That in inflation, right? No. But you know when they raise rates, that's what they do, right? We know that the average price of a home now has risen by what almost, if you buy a, if you can even find a home for less than 300 grand, it's up what, 120, 140, $150 a month, right? None of that's in there either. And of course, they've loaded your student loan debt, right? That's up a whole percent year over year. But let's talk about wages, shall we? So the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they they say that there's 113 million full-time workers in the United States. So, you know, you figure there's like 156 total, 113 full-time. They say the median income was $881. Now, let's explain what median is for, because, you know, it's different than average. So you take the the lowest paid full-time worker, and you take the highest paid full-time worker, then you take the second lowest, second highest, third lowest, third highest, and, and, and so on and so forth, until you get right to the middle. $881, by the way, $45,812 before taxes. You're not living real good. Now, let's not talk about the other, what, 40-some-odd million working part-time, right? Because they're not making anywhere close to that. 
so you can see how low the numbers really are. They said that was 1.8% higher than a year ago. Now, remember what I just told you. They said that headline inflation was 2.8%. Now, I don't care what happened. That's the best it could possibly have been. Which means everybody that's working full-time in America, the best-case scenario is you're 1% poorer today than a year ago. Now, for the last 10 years, that would mean you're 10% poorer. And when you look at the number, though, here's the problem. You don't even really get that. When you look at that number using constant dollars, okay, so in other words, Pay the 881. What did that used to be? Right? 881. If you go back and they're using, and why they use this one, I don't know, doesn't really matter. I, I really think they should use 1971. That would make the most sense. But 82 to 84. Okay? So you go back to the 80s. They say that that number, the 881, would be making three hundred and fifty dollars in the in the eighties. Three hundred and fifty dollars or about eighteen grand a year. Now, here's what's funny. Now I wasn't working, you know, I was only twelve to fourteen years old then. You go ten years uh, fast forward ten more years, right, and I was making almost forty grand. Right? And then listen, I was it was wasn't a lot of money then. In 2009, okay, so this is right after the recession, do you know what the number was in constant dollars? $345. So what they're saying is you're making about five bucks more 10 years later. Five bucks. And, of course, the problem is everything is costing so, so much more. Matter of fact, over the last 10 years, and, again, this is this is out there for anybody. This is, uh, uh, again, it was on the, the Wall Street Journal was the one doing the article, saying, okay, you know what, and I know, and everybody keeps telling you, turn on the TV, they tell you how great wages are. And, oh, yeah, wages are picking
Now we've got issues with Medicare. We've got issues with Social Security. And, and you know what? Did I talked about that issue earlier this week. or was it, I can't remember. I get them mixed up. It was either Monday. It may have been last Friday. Somebody is following up on all of this stuff. The, uh, the business daily. Don't wait for a Social Security crisis. It's already here. So we got Americans really, we're not making any more, even when you goose it up. The best thing you can say if you work full time, which only about two thirds of the workers do, you made 45 grand. Patriot Radio News Hour, we're going to talk about Social Security next. The Federal Reserve thinks we're dumb, Treasury Department thinks we're dumber. And listen, they're counting on you to be this dumb. All that money, you keep it in the bank. Go ahead. See how that works out for you. You know, the problem is a lot of you don't even have any. Right? And I get that. But how long have I said the heroes are out there with all the people working two, three, and four jobs just to try to make it work? And we're going to pretend it's nirvana. 2.8. Just two items in my household. Listen, and I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't buy any household furnishing. Okay, I didn't buy a couch or a TV. I didn't. Right, I'm buying necessities here. I'm $4,000 a year poor this in two items. Four grand. And I know my automobile insurance went up. I know... My water and sewer and my trash, right? My electricity, right? It's Arizona, right? The summer's going to kick on. You know it. We all know it. Monthly uh, minimum payments on credit cards and all. You start doing the math. But here's the one that really matters. And, and, and again, either you prepare or you don't. I know it's easy. You want to pretend that it's better and you want to get excited. and all, And it is better just not good enough so this was uh, investors business daily social security is like the classics children's tale the boy who cried wolf so many warnings have been made no one listens anymore well guess what the wolf is at the door are you listening now? Probably not. For the first time since its inception, Social Security will take money out of a trust fund. And this is the business daily now. And a counting fiction that would get you jailed for fraud in the private sector to pay for retirees. The truth is, Social Security is already bankrupt. Matter of fact, it's been bankrupt since 2010. But you need to be dumb and dumber not to know it. You know that movie? Remember that movie, right? Jim Carrey, 
and they they found the briefcase with all the money in it, and they spent it all, and they put IOUs in the suitcase. That's what Social Security is. There's no money there, this trust fund. Since 2010, Social Security has been spending more than it takes in, making up the difference by tapping into the quote-unquote interest paid on the $2.9 trillion government bond fund. You know that one, the bond fund of non-marketable securities. You know that one. (laughs) Right? You know, non-marketable means, yeah, we can't sell them as a security because we really don't have anything. But, you know, semantics. That interest, by the way, is really our tax dollars, right? We've been adding to the national debt. Now, we're spending so much on it that not only even the fake interest doesn't help anymore. In other words, the, the Social Security fictional trust fund is going to have less money in it this year and next year, the year after. Right, we know Congress spent the money. And of course they now say by twenty thirty four the pile of IOUs will disappear. And and just like I told you, that's fiction. That's made up of make believe, fictitious, right, future uh, what are they? What, uh, for lack of a better term, they overestimate how good the future is going to be, so they can make it seem like it's farther away. Just to put it in perspective, you would have to raise payroll taxes by thirty-one percent, or slash everyone's benefits by twenty-one percent. But the problem is that number is getting bigger. And they said putting an end to the Ponzi scheme won't be easy. America has has been told repeatedly, the only fix we need is to raise taxes on the rich to close the gap. But even taxing America's most wealthy will not be enough. Okay, so just to put it in perspective, Social Security, Medicare. We're looking at about $75 trillion underfunded. So I don't think Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and and Bezos are going to be able to come up with just quite enough funds. And we're years away. We're not, it's not even decades anymore. That's gone. Right? Even even with the fake numbers. They now say Medicare, it's 2026. Right? So we're not even a decade away. What are you going to do? How do you think this is really going to work? I mean, we, we, we aren't making any more money. It's not me. I mean, it's easy for me. I can say it. It's the government's own numbers. Go look, Wall Street Journal will tell you all about it. It's been a myth. Got a few people 
the billionaires are raking it in. Everybody else struggling to make ends meet. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Hard. Hard to plan. It's not fun. But when you know what is going to happen, let me give you another example of how unprotected we really are. I mean, it's disgusting. A probe of more than 40 of the largest banks, largest big and mid-sized banks, concluded that all banks, well, I don't want to say all, that fake accounts were prevalent and were most prevalent with short-term sales promotions and the banks did not provide adequate risk controls, deficient procedures, and other isolated instances of employee misconduct. The hourly workers' fault. The OCC, the bank regulator, launched the review in 2016 after the Wells Fargo issue. Remember how long I've been telling you, I think Wells Fargo was the only one. You're, you're kidding yourself. They are refusing to reveal which banks were found to have opened fake accounts and had other issues. It's not even clear when these problems occurred either. Yep, that's right. We're just not going to tell you. How's that? We looked into it. Took the 40 million banks. And you know what? Here's what we decided. Yep, yeah, Wells Fargo wasn't the only one. That fat idiot was right again. You know how we're going to deal with it? Yeah, we're just not going to tell you who it was. Not only that, we're not going to tell you when it was. This is what you're up against. Prepare or don't. I don't care. Right? That's up to you. But I'm going to tell you again. This is, I, I you know what, two years ago it was like 2001. It's, it's happening again. And I know, right, they're trying to tell you it's great. Because they don't want you to understand what's really happening. Everybody's loaded up with debt again. Housing prices are overvalued again. But oh, well, the better the economy's better than '09. You're right. We're not in '09. We got to go to '05, '06, '07, and '08 first. U.S. twenty-dollar liberties. This, this is the deal of a lifetime. I mean, you can't do any better than this. If this isn't good enough, then I don't know what is. One through nine at thirteen forty. 10 through 19 at 13, 30, 20 or more. 13 and a quarter. Now, on the lib side, they're all going to be AUs or better. The Saints, they're just going to be, you know, we carry great-looking stuff. So, But if it was me, right, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You buy the AUs. Best price in the country. 800-951-0592. Tomorrow, we're going to get the rate hike. I'm almost, I don't know, right? I'm not in the meeting. You watch. They're going to do the inflation dance. Kind of, oh, don't, we're in no hurry. 
to raise rates again because I told you that 2% number, that's just made up. But what if it's 2.8, 3.8, 5.8, 10.8? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.